You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins for Thursday, February 23rd. I am Portia Cook, your news director, and I, along with Assistant News Director Lee Zempel, are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. And we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, a petition to stop Colorado State University's tuition increase is in full effect. This and more in campus news with Lee Zempel. And due to forecasted overnight temperatures, Fort Collins has declared an emergency weather shelter event. Find out more with me in local news. And with that, let's move right into campus news with Lee Zempel. I'm Lee Zempel reporting your campus news. As of Wednesday night, the petition organized to oppose CSU's potential tuition increase has gathered almost 3,000 signatures. Now, some members of the Associated Students of CSU are considering protesting against the increase. The idea of a tuition hike was brought to the CSU System's Board of Governors in December of 2022, and it would cost the student body a combined extra $14 million. Members of the ASCSU created Affordable CSU, which was the group that organized the petition. They met this week to come up with ways to take further action. According to the Collegian, some ideas included classroom presentations, tabling at the Lori Student Center Plaza, coordinated student protests, and on-campus labor strikes. During the meeting, members of Affordable CSU made sure to state that the possibility of protests and strikes are still just ideas. There are no solid plans as of now, and direct action is more of a last resort. For now, the next phase in opposing the increase focuses on spreading their message and gathering more signatures for their petition. Over 700 posters and flyers have been printed to be distributed around campus, and Affordable CSU is hopeful that they can get at least 10,000 signatures. ASCSU Speaker of the Senate Nick DeSalvo said that it's important for CSU to hear and listen to students, especially since he's heard many students say that they are struggling financially and the increase would only make CSU more inaccessible. Sabina Gebru, a current third-year student, said, quote, Why is it my responsibility to fight to be here when CSU should be fighting for me to be here? Contributions to this story come from the Collegian and the Coloradoan. Friday the 24th, which is tomorrow, is the opening night for CSU's production of The Normal Heart, which is an autobiographical play written by Larry Kramer. It's set during the rise of the AIDS crisis in New York in the early 1980s and it follows the story of a gay activist who founded a prominent HIV advocacy group. Tickets are free for CSU students, but you can find more information on pricing, show dates, and show times on the CSU Theater website. I'm Lee Zimpel, and that's all for Campus News. Up next is local news with Portia Cook. In local news, it's been a cold couple of days in Fort Collins, freezing actually, prompting an emergency weather shelter plan. According to the city of Fort Collins, due to forecasted overnight temperatures near or below zero, wind chill and or precipitation, the city and its partners have declared an emergency weather event that began Tuesday, February 21st and goes through tonight. Men seeking overnight shelter can get added to Fort Collins Rescue Mission's bed list by going to the Murphy Center located at 242 Conifer Street at the Rescue Mission's main location at 316 Jefferson Street or by calling the Rescue Mission at 970-224-4302. 
Women and families can also find shelter at Catholic Charities, located at 460 Linden Center Drive. The Murphy Center's indoor day shelter will also be available until 5 o'clock p.m. today. You never know what you're going to get in Colorado when it comes to weather, and that is why those in need can also utilize the Fort Collins Seasonal Overflow Shelter. The Seasonal Overflow Shelter, or SOS, season began on November 1st and will run through April 30th. During these six months, the city provides additional support to our community's emergency shelter providers to increase capacity and decrease the likelihood that someone seeking shelter will be turned away due to space limitations. Seasonal overflow shelters include an overnight shelter at the Fort Collins Rescue Mission, again located at that 316 Jefferson Street, an overnight shelter at Catholic Charities and Samaritan House located at 460 Linden Street, and the day shelter at Homeward Alliance and Murphy Center located at 242 Conifer Street. In other local news, we love animals here in Colorado and in Fort Collins especially. Well, now you can make sure your furry friend has the care it needs with a new urgent care facility that is the first of its kind. A new veterinary urgent care center is now open in Fort Collins. The VCA Animal Hospital opened on February 15th and is located at 4900 South College Avenue, Suite 110 in South Fort Collins. This is the first VCA hospital in Colorado offering care for cases that are concerning but not necessarily critical. The practice is open Monday through Sunday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information on the practice, you can visit vcahospitals.com slash urgentcarefortcollins or call 970-204-7601. VCA Animal Hospitals are a chain of veterinarian hospitals and clinics that provide healthcare services for pets across the United States and Canada. VCA operates over 1,000 animal hospitals in the U.S. and Canada offering a range of services such as general wellness care, emergency critical care, dentistry, surgery, and more. Moving over to our neighboring city, Loveland, Colorado, one local Loveland organization is helping support Tanzanian villagers. Here's all you need to know about how and how you can support the cause. The Village Care Project, based out of Loveland, is holding an event in Fort Collins aimed at helping indigenous African villagers. Into Africa will be presented from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Thursday, March 9th at the Global Village Museum of Arts and Cultures. Admission to the program is $5 per person and light refreshments will be served. Advanced reservations are recommended and can be done at globalvillagemuseum.org. According to the project's website, the Village Care Project's mission is to help indigenous villagers of the world obtain clear water and better health, happiness, and productivity. The project says they are currently focused on helping people obtain clean water for indigenous semi-nomadic village people in Tanzania, Africa, while also providing malaria bed nets to help curb the dangerous disease carried by mosquitoes. And that is all for your local news. Up next, hear about how Colorado State University is closing out Black History Month in events news with me after the break. Hey you, yeah you. Hi, I'm Destiny Thurman. Did you know KCSU covers more than just music? Tune into the KCSU Sports Block from 7 to 9 p.m. Monday through Thursday. On Thursdays, our KCSU sports staff host our longest-running sports show, Ramblers. Ramblers digs into all the sports drama, hot takes, and predictions with an emphasis on CSU sports. Hear what all the trash talk is about Monday to Thursday on KCSU. KCSU always has and always will bring you sports. 
In events news, we are coming to the end of Black History Month, and if you have not had the chance to get involved, now is your time. Black History Month celebrations at Colorado State University will continue this evening with a Black History Month-themed dinner from 5 to 8 p.m. at Braden Dining Center. The event will feature historical Black and African-American cultural dishes and education on the nutritional value and historical context of traditional Black and African-American cuisine. The Black History Month-themed dinner is open to all at Colorado State University. And an event that I am looking forward to, that is the United Women of Color Hair Show. The hair show will take place on Sunday, February 26th at 5 o'clock p.m. in the Lori Student Center Ballroom D. Join featured hairstylists from all over Colorado as they feature a variety of Black hairstyles, from short and sassy to classic chic and everything in between. And to close out Black History Month, you can head up to the Lori Student Center Ballroom C for a Taco Tuesday party on February 28th at 6.30 p.m. Looking for more things to do? You can head to kcsufm.com and locate the events calendar for the most up-to-date music, entertainment, and events happenings on and off campus. And that's all for your events news. Up next, national news with Lee Zempel after the break. KCSU is supported by Washington, supporting live and local music in Fort Collins. Upcoming shows include Martin Sexton on Saturday, February 25th. Tickets and info are available at washingtonsfoco.com. I'm Lee Zimpel with your national news updates. A two-year dispute in El Paso County now has national attention with activists wanting justice for two black farmers after many alleged discriminatory interactions with their neighbors and local police. Courtney and Nicole Mallory say that their white neighbor, Teresa Clark, has been harassing them since 2021 and that local police failed to intervene without bias. According to Rocky Mountain PBS, the Mallory's first complaint to police said that Clark and others were pointing guns at them harming their animals, damaging their ranch gate, and harassing them on social media. From April 2021 to February this year, the El Paso Sheriff's Office said that it responded to over 170 calls from both parties and investigated 19 separate complaints filed by the Mallory's. In that time, the Mallory's filed eight protection orders, which were all eventually dismissed by a judge. Clark currently has a restraining order on Nicole that's still active, and in 2022, she filed a complaint against her and her husband for stalking and intimidation. Both Courtney and Nicole were arrested on February 6th 
and charged with felony stalking, but have since been released on bond. Last Friday, the 17th, the Rocky Mountain NAACP and other activists in the community met outside the Colorado State Capitol, where they pushed for legislation that could help stop racially motivated calls to police by making them illegal. They're calling it the Karen Act, which stands for Caution Against Racially Explosive Non-Emergencies. Information for this story comes from CPR, Rocky Mountain PBS, and KRDO. That's all for National News. I'm Lee Zimpel. Now, Eliza Drotar has the sports report. My name is Eliza Drotar. This is your RMR Sports Report. In men's basketball, the news, the team is now 12-15 and 15 with their most recent win against Fresno State, 60-57. to 57. Their next matches this week will be against the 20th-ranked San Diego State and Wyoming. In women's basketball news, the team is now 18-9 and nine, with their most recent win being against Air Force, where they took the win 67-64. to 64. Their next matches this week are also against Wyoming in Laramie. In women's swim and dive, the team finished their season 8-0-1 and, and taking 7th in the Mountain West Championship. They will be competing in the NCAA Championship Zone Diving Meet in March. In track and field, the team will be finishing up their season in the Mountain West Conference in Albuquerque, New Mexico, then heading off to the NCAA Championships also in Albuquerque before starting the outdoor track and field season at late March in Pueblo. And finally, in women's softball news, the team is now 7-3 and three on a four-game winning streak after taking on Cal Baptist in Riverside, California. They will be beginning the Texas State Tournament this week where they will be facing off against UT Arlington, Texas State, Kansas, and UTSA. The team will be starting their season in Fort Collins on March 17th against San Diego State. My name is Eliza Drotar. This has been your RMR Sports Report. New Era Colorado Foundation is a multi-issue organization committed to engaging and educating active citizens and young leaders in Colorado. New Era Colorado provides resources for young people to gain collective power in all levels of the democratic process, including issue organizing and electoral mobilization. For more information, visit their Fort Collins office located on South College Avenue, right across from Jack Christensen's track, or go to neweracolorado.org. Cook with your Fort Collins weather forecast for today, Thursday, February 23rd. It is freezing in Fort Collins. That is it. That is the only report that I have. I don't know what else there is to say, but what I do know is I am so ready for warm weather. It has been extremely cold and snowy the last few days in Fort Collins with temps dropping into the negatives. When I arrived on campus this morning, we were sitting at a negative six degrees. That is cold enough to make me reevaluate my life's choices of leaving the house today. 
For the rest of the day, you can expect a few more snow flurries with temps to stay in the low teens. Tonight, temps will drop to a high of 4 degrees. As I mentioned at the top of the broadcast, men seeking overnight shelter can get added to Fort Collins Rescue Mission's bed list by going to the Murphy Center located at 242 Conifer Street, at the Rescue Mission's main location at 316 Jefferson Street, or by calling the Rescue Mission at 970-224-4302. Women and families can find shelter at Catholic Charities located at 460 Linden Street, and the Murphy Center's indoor day shelter will also be available until 5 o'clock p.m. today. Luckily, it looks like the bitter temps will ease up just a bit starting tomorrow. Friday gives us partly cloudy skies and a high of 35 degrees. Friday night, we will see a drop in temp to a high of 20 degrees with clear to partly cloudy skies. Moving into the weekend, Saturday brings us a day full of sunshine with temps jumping up to a high of 46 degrees. Sunday stays about the same with a mix of sunny and partly cloudy skies and a high of 48. As for next week's weather, you can tune in for the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. I am Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. I hope all of you stay warm out there today and tonight. And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. I would also like to thank our new assistant news director, Lee Zempel, our news producer, Adam Carlson, as well as the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener, so thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under the news or podcast section, or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast.